Dooney. Dune. Dune, Dune. Dune, 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 Dune. Dune, we kill your family in Dune. Dune, 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 Dune. All right, let's get started. Superholics. Synthaholics, thank you so much for downloading this episode. Today you have myself, Aaron O'Brien, and David Duncan. Hello, David. Hello, how's it going? Hello, you French people. Today we are talking about Dune. We are on chapter 23 and 24, and this is book two, the beginning of book two, Muadib. 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 Nobody knows that you so-called Muadib. You and all your Fremen kniggets. Boa deep in the house. Dave, we get the very beginning of 23. Uh, We're back with Paul and Jessica. Uh, They spent the night in their still tent, and now they are buried under sand. Oh, yeah, they, they got buried. They're not having a good time. No, they're probably having the worst time of their life right now. Uh, yeah, so they have a quick quote about the Padishar emperor, emperor and prince, uh, 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 the princess basically talking, reca- uh, recounting the tale when the emperor found out Duke Leo died and he was blaming everybody about it. And then she found out his, um, it says, as I look back on it, I think there might've been, uh, some, uh, press, uh, precedence in my father too for the cert- for it is certain that the line the muadib share a common ancestry so uh he was upset that the nobility could be shaken like that but also that paul is a common ancestor to all of them technically it's like you going around and killing people in your family and extended family oh you mean like uh europe in like the 1700s <laughs> yeah exactly you mean it's just like we're all related to each other. We've all had tons of incest, which is really cool and all, but we're going to fight you until we can have some more incest. Because yes. incest is what stops wars. Uh, might make you stupider, too. Um, so Paul uh, starts off the chapter saying, Now Harkonnen shall kill Harkonnen, Paul whispered to himself. So that's when he wakes up in his still tent. Well, you see, Baron mom. Vladimir Harkonnen's whole issue is that uh, Duke Leto never married his daughter, never made an honest woman out of her. So he's killing, it's like a weird kind of, you know... Uh, you should have made her an honest woman, so we're going to kill and yet, you. <laughs> and yet the Baron slept with Jessica's mom, who was, I guess, a Bene Gesserit, we learn here. Yes. And and they had, and she had the the Baron's daughter, Baron's child, which is Jessica. So Jessica is technically a Harkonnen. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, like, if, Paul, if, if they would have married, they could, that could have, like, fixed a lot of the problems. Like, Duke Leto could have made it possibly because then they'd be allied by marriage but i don't know if the baron's aware of jessica's origin i think it was kept secret to him 
I'd be interested to find out if there's more. Well, you know, if we just tell everyone we're doing incest, like in the in the Europe in the 1760s and <laughs> 1500s, then maybe we could have stopped this war. Because hey, of the guys, guys, hey, guys. Guys. We're, do- we're doing incest, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep with your cousins. We got to we gotta keep the royal family pure. The blue bloods. We can't have blue balls. We're, we're related to the emperor, related to the Harkonnens, related to the... Uh, the uh, you know Atreides and uh, the Bene Gesserits. We're related to everyone. guys. Guys, we're doing we're doing the incest. All right, so uh, yeah, so they 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 waking up and um, uh, just before nightfall, and they decide that they're going to have to start leaving soon. And uh, Duncan Idaho is nowhere to be found. And apparently, he told Duncan Idaho. Uh, I mean, mean Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman, aka Duncan Idaho. Uh, has uh, told Paul that he'd hold out to this point if he got captured. So there's like he gave him a time limit, like by nine o'clock, I'll hold out that long, and after that, if I get if they're torturing me, I'm going to spill the beans after that. So, and Paul's like, he's not here. We're going to have to start moving on our own. So um, yeah. So anyway, so that's that's the plan there, and he. Um, Paul takes a drink from a still suit and just, you know, kind of Fine the water. poo-poo water. Mm. Yeah, drinking the pee-pee poo-poo water. And uh, he kind of feels like, oh, this is a weird, you know, taste. It's kind of a flat taste. And then, but Jessica sees him do it. But she doesn't want to do it because if she drinks the water, she feels then she accepts her life, her fate on Arrakis. What? She's got one of those Chris knives. She can't leave if she's got a Chris knife. Shattered Mapes just fucked her. She's like, here, I, I know you've been here for all of five seconds, but here's this thing. If you look at it, you can't leave. Uh, Jessica also kind of was like in and out. She's kind of pretending to sleep, but then she goes back to sleep for a second. Or She's doing Paul's trick. Good for her. And they did sleep because Yui's not there hopping up on drugs or putting him to sleep <laughs> drugs. So, um, well, Duke, but- Lito does, Duke Lito totally distributes the speed. He's like, yeah, I've got speed. I'm your speed dealer, family. Uh, Jessica goes her uh, close her eyes and has this dream, and she sees uh, Duke Leto's name written down, and but the sand keeps filling her name, and she's trying to clear the sand, and that she can't. So that's sort of like a, a dream, like his name will be for, kind of forgotten, kind of thing. Lost to the sands, lost to the sands of time. Maybe he didn't have it planned out super good because I mean, uh, Duke Leto the second lasts a long time, and that's basically his namesake i mean yeah, i guess i mean it's, um i mean that, that's why you name someone the second so the name isn't forgotten uh then paul gets into this uh starts talking about uh, desert power <laughs> and that they have to stop the uh stop the spice he says the place to hit them is in the spice hit them in the spice dave uh, well you know it's kind of like below the belt it's not honorable but it's the way we're gonna have to go do it hitting them below then, the spice and jessica says an entire planet full of spice. She says, how can you hit him there? Well, you see, all we got to do is to call up Emperor Palpatine. He'll bring his Death Star over and he'll take it us out. It'll and be he good. Says, he says, uh, and then his response to that is, is, it was sea power and air power on Kaladin. Here it's desert power. Freeman on, Freeman on the key. So that's his, uh, his thought on this whole thing. So just like his dad said, desert power. Desert power. We're not going to change that name up at all, huh? I guess we're just going to use Desert Power. Could use Desert Force or 
Sand Force. Space Force. Sand, Sand Force. Sand Space Force. <laughs> um, uh, so Paul then starts, uh, you know, opens up the sphincter of the tent, and he starts using his uh, compaction do, uh, tool to dig his way out. So because they are really buried. And so they're going to uh, dig her way out. So uh, Jessica starts following him outside, and uh, she sees the stars when she gets up there. And she says they're like weapons aimed down at her. And she hears birds singing off in the distance, but uh, it doesn't really make her feel any better. So, And they're all out in the wilderness by themselves. Yes. Nobody else is around. No so. one's having fun. Uh, nobody's having fun. Nobody's coming around for them. Um, uh, so yeah, so like Paul said that uh, Duncan Idaho would hold out to this point, so they got to move. And uh, Jessica starts. Uh, she she thinks to herself she is now living in uh, Paul's orbit now. So like, you know, he's the one calling the shots. The big man, the head cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See. Leave the pizza on the doorstep, you filthy animal. <laughs> yeah, filthy animal. Keep the change. <laughs> you filthy Bene Gesserit who thinks I'm going to be, uh, you know, your shadow has it kind of correct. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, something in my throat, sorry. In the distance, they see uh, pillars of fire, and then Jessica re- realizes that these are... Uh, jet flares and lays guns and the Harkonnens are carpet bombing the area so they're killing everything they're just uh, just destroying everything so and even Paul says uh, they'll kill anything that moves and says we have to seek cover so they take off and that ends up that chapter right there and yeah. now we go to the next chapter chapter 24 and we go to Thufur Howitt is now Still alive with his troops, which I think he said number 200 are down to 20. Um, and half of those are wounded. Yes, and Thufer still thinks that the damn Benedict whore bitch thing is the reason Duke Leto's dead. I should have killed I should have killed her when I was sitting in the chair next to her. They yeah, took so her germs. He took her gerb, so uh, uh, Howitt is there with his men, and they've escaped all this carnage behind them by the Harkonnen soldiers and the Sardaukar warriors, which we find out later uh, that they're being the Sardaukar are dressed as Harkonnens. I think we talked about that in a, a past chapter, but they're so they're kind of like pretending to be Harkonnen soldiers, mm-hmm. but but. Uh, Funny, we get uh, kind of like we get the first real glimpse of Fremen in the desert. So um, there's a robe man squatting silently on the sand across from Howard, apparently unmoved by his words because he's talking to himself about everything that's happened. And uh, the this Bring guy, out your dad. <laughs> so apparently, this the, the, the Fremen here, I don't believe, is ever given a name. And uh, he's, but he's kind of how it and the Fremen, uh, who apparently, what did he say? How did he approach? Um, let me just see here. Uh, came across the, oh, he came, uh, the Fremen who had came across the sink 
and the first light of dawn, skittering over the sand, blending into the dunes, his movements barely discernible. So he was sort of like just like sneaking through the dunes and like they could just barely see him doing what he was doing. So like they didn't even know he was there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so and they're talking to each other, but they don't have they. It seems like the Fremen is not speaking the same kind of it doesn't have the same cultural references that how it does. And they're not understanding each other. So the 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 Fremen's like, half of your guys are wounded. Uh, you 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 want us to help you, but they're not wait, worth their weight in water kind of thing. Like, why would we help them? They don't have still suits. They don't uh, know what about desert power. So you They don't know. know about desert power. Either. So, I mean, if they knew something about desert power, they maybe would be inclined to help them. Or if we were part of the same tribe, which means more incest, but you're not related to us, so it's kind of not okay. Well, we can we can make amends. Um, we can make it work. Yes, and the uh, so the Freeman also says that Gurney Halleck uh, hits safely with some smugglers, and so um, Thufer kind of feels like you know, okay, good, Gurney will get off this planet. You know, at least he he'll be good. Um, and then uh, from there. Gurney. <laughs> so from there uh he uh they so they're, they're going back and forth and they and then he talks start talking about how um they are attacking uh they are they they attacked to get one of their cannons or artillery from the uh the Fremen attacked the harkonnens to get their artillery and there's sardaukar warriors and they captured three of them and how it's like you captured three sardaukar warriors he says, yes, they, f- they fought very well. <laughs> <laughs> they fought very well, but not quite as good as we fight. But they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, so, yeah, and, and they have a couple of them uh, on ice somewhere that they're good. So, and this kind of piques his interest. And what it really comes down to is that this Fremen feels that, um, uh, obviously, Paul Atreides is what does he keep calling him? The uh, liaison Al Grab is that what it is? I'm trying Algiers. To... Algiers. I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to find it here in the book. I'm just looking for it. But yeah, so he um, he uh, he's like, yeah. I Thufer's like, it's my job to see that he lives and prospers. And he's like, well, then we have the same thing in mind. We're 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 on the same thing. And he's like. Our, our tribes should join. And then when they find out that, he's like, well, this is great. Our, tri- our tribes are going to be joined together. We're, we're, we can work together. And then, uh, what's his name? One of the one of uh, Thufur's men, uh, Arky, <laughs> he just dies. <laughs> he dies. He dies. Oh, you'll be stoned dead in a moment. Um, uh, so Arky dies, and he's like, I think um, I'll go for a walk. He'll do such thing. Uh, Arky just died. Uh, yeah, he says, uh, behind how it, uh, uh, one of his men call out, aid calls out, Thufur, Arky just died. And then uh, the Fremen puts his fist to his ear and says, the bond of water, it's a sign. He stares at Howitt. We have a place nearby accepting water. Uh, shall we call my men? And the aide uh, returned to uh, the aide uh, tur- returned to how it sizes. Through for a couple of the men's wives are, are in Ar- uh, Arakan. There, well, you know how it is at this time. So, like, 
the men still have their wives still back in where they left. And they're like, they're worried about him, obviously, you know. And um, uh, the Fremen just held his uh, fist to his ear and says, the water bond, uh, for Howard, he demanded. And Thufer's like trying to figure out what to say, what to do. And he says, the bond of water. And then the Fremen goes, let our tribes be joined. And he lowered his fist. And as though that there was a signal, four Fremen come down like ninjas off the rock above. And they wrap him in a robe, uh, poor Arky, and they just take off. And they, one of the men shouts, like, hey, where are they going with Arky? We're he just, was... uh, we're just gonna bury him. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do him real nice. You're gonna bury him. Just... And then the, and the Freeman goes, the men don't bury their dead. And then, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna put a straw in him. We're gonna do the spider thing. We're just gonna put a straw in him and slurp him up. Right. So... Really thirsty. So yeah, so and the and the men are getting really pissed off. It's like, wait, so they're just gonna just boil him down to his water? It's like, what about his? You know, like it, that's not how we do things. And and how it and the one guy starts bringing his laser gun, like oh, his holster. Like, what the hell are you guys doing? And Thufir's got to kind of like settle everyone down. Now, and, now, let's not bicker and argue about who killed who. Who it's supposed gets to be a water. happy occasion. We've joined <laughs> tribes. It's just like getting married. Exactly. Um, so, anyways, so uh, it's it's actually pretty funny because it, the whole time the, the this Fremen is talking to Thufer, and Thufer is just trying to decipher what this guy's saying, and he realizes this Fremen just doesn't have any cultural reference outside his his life. So, uh, it, it just, it's just funny, but that Freeman coming, repelling off the, the, the down from the cliffs and just pulling up Arky and just taking off of them is pretty damn funny. Actually, I laughed when they said, Hey, where are they taking Arky? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, then he says, okay, so now we're all together. We're a tribe now. We're we're one. Can you uh, help the wounded ones now, please? Yeah, he says we can help you, but first you gotta hide in these rocks. Hide, be quiet, very very quiet. How good are you at hiding in rocks? <laughs> Pretty good. I'm good at uh, hiding in caves. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, and then he takes his bat out of the Fremen takes his bat out of um, a small cage, and he like. What is this? He he, uh, he drinks his saliva or something like that. He puts his mouth to his mouth, and something like a droplet comes down. Huh. Very bizarre. He says the Freeman uh, stroked the bat, uh, soothed it, crooned to it. He bent over the animal's head and allowed a drop of saliva to fall from his tongue into the bat's upturned mouth. The bat's, bat stretched its wings but remained in the Freeman's open hand. The man took a tiny tube and held it besides the bat's head and shattered into the tube and then lifted the creature high and threw it upward. The bat swooped away beside the cliff and it was a cliff and it was lost to sight. It's like a carrier pigeon. It's game of it thrones. Is, but bats bat size and apparently you can talk into their ear and tell them what to do. If you give it some water, it'll do whatever you want it to do. Yeah, and um uh so he it, it starts flying off and he says, uh one should never uh blah, 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 where it goes here. Um some of the men start talking behind the rocks because some time passed. He says, 
and the Fremen says, remain silent as frightened animals. Um, and then the Fremen says, my, uh, my little friend carries his message. He is a good messenger, day or night. I will be, I will be unhappy to lose that one. So, and across the sink where he came across, the Fremen came across before, we see uh, uh, the entire four or five kilometers expanse of sand, nothing but um, the heat. But now we see uh, a bunch of, a file of plodding figures walking across the opposite cliff. So they're coming on the opposite side of this big sinkhole um, filled with sand. And how it uh, sees them, and they appear to be Fremen. And they're walking, like, he says, an inapt band. So they look disorganized for some reason. You see, he counts uh, six of them. And then uh, an ornithopter flies up above them. And it's a Harkonnen, which is colors. It's, a, it's an Artrades ornithopter, but it's uh, painted with a Harkonnen battle colors. So they took this. Um, the group is stopped there on the crest, and uh, uh, the uh, thopter circles above them. And, um, and then when it lands, uh, people just jump out of the desert, out of like the sand, and basically um, uh, take over the ornithopter and uh, uh, kill a bunch of the men inside of them. Sadukar warriors dressed as Harkonnen agents. Right. And, you know, and, and uh, the, yeah, behind uh, how it, one of the men was, those were Sardaukar. And the Freeman says, did you notice how well they fought? I don't know. <laughs> the Freeman seemed like they took them out really quick, so I didn't really get to see them fight. Uh Maybe our Trades soldiers are just terrible. <laughs> uh, the, uh, how it? Uh, so he's just like, wow, holy crap! These guys are good fighters, and um, so uh, they take over the ornithopters, the Fremen, and then they uh, they fly off the ornithopter. So and how it's like, wow, they can fly ornithopters too. These Fremen, hmm, pretty good. We should have been friends with these guys a long time ago. We should have made friends with them a long time ago before we would have to let them dare the uh, Kaladin. <laughs> the Kaladin. Uh, so then uh, uh, then we see a troop carrier uh, come. It's a very big, big uh, ship. It's got um, more Sardaukar on their, on their ships. And then the stolen Ornithopter with the Fremen smashes into it and kills themselves and all the Sardaukar warriors onto the Onto there, so they sacrifice themselves for all those uh, to kill all those uh, people, and like good little warriors, yeah. And uh, he's just like, uh, you know, yeah. Was it um, how it says it was a Fremen who took off on that captured uh, Thopter? He deliberately sacrificed himself to get uh, get that carrier. Great mother, what are these Fremen? And the Fremen says. A reasonable exchange. There must be at least 300 men on the carrier. Now we must see uh, to their water and make pla- uh, make plans for the great uh, for, to get another aircraft. So he says that, and then all of a sudden, a rain of blue uniforms come over the cliff in front of him, uh, falling in low suspender slowness. And the, in a flashing instance, how it had time to see that they were Sardaukar, hard faces set in battle frenzy, and they were unshielded, each carrying a knife in one hand and a stunner on the other. A uh, thrown knife caught the Howitz Fremen companion in the throat, hurling him backwards, twisting face down. 
Howitt had only time to draw his knife before the blackness of the stunner projectile fell on him. And that's how we end the chapter. Don't tease me, bro. Don't tease me, bro. So, yeah. So now Howard is captured. And his uh, unnamed Fremen friend is uh, dead. See how well they fought. Yeah. They, they, hey, these guys do feel uh, pretty good. Uh, Dave, what did you think of these two chapters? I think they're really good. Like, pretty exciting. All this, all this shit's hitting the fan, and and it's nice to see more about the Fremen and how they are, and like just it's just crazy how much of a, how badass they are. Like everyone are. is just kind of like the Sadakar warriors. Like I, ever since like what, the second or third chapter when they started mentioning Sadakar, like they're these like the cream of the crop. Like they are like, like everything the, is scary. Like n- nothing is as scary as the Sadakar warriors. They're elite soldiers. They're super. They're because of their harsh planet they come from they're like super hardened they're 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 like the um the russian spetsna yeah right 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 super hard yeah, yeah um how about you uh I, it's very fun uh the chapter with paul and uh, jessica wasn't as interesting but you know it's kind of showing that they got to move on they can't stay there waiting for help um rolling paul- rolling, rolling. And Paul's got to kind of take take the lead now. Or Jessica seems kind of like uh, out of you know, like n- not really like she's out of sorts. You it's, know? Like, it's like you sucked away all her experience. She's she's like reeling from the everything that happened in her husband's death, so she still hasn't quite gotten over that. Um, but the the chapter with Thufer and the Fremen and uh, everything that goes on that we just described. Very interesting. Very interesting to see these ninja sand warriors. Uh, yeah, and, just, and just how like devastating they um, they are. Yeah. Uh, the only crazy thing is that they didn't know that there were all these uh, Sergeant Car warriors ready to jump on them. So apparently they're not as good as we might have thought. I mean, they're good at reactionary, but they just didn't like. They weren't expecting the Spanish Inquisition. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, yeah I. I, I I'm yeah it was pretty cool so I'm I'm very psyched to see what uh, what we get into the next so um, good stuff I really enjoyed it quite a bit yeah I mean it's just getting it's getting really really cool like just the the the, the world's expanding but it's it's a lot less just uh, uh, exposition now it's like coming in practice like like things are happening and they're being explained as they happen instead of like just exposition dump. With like yeah. a little bit of things happening, and also it was kind of interesting. We're not we're getting more. I mean, I know it's kind of about Paul, but uh, we're getting like, in the Paul chapter. Paul and Jessica, we pretty much only got his perspective, and you know, we didn't really get her insights, like what she's thinking, what she's going. Besides through. her dream, yeah, I mean, we had a dream, but I mean, like in in practice, I mean, like it doesn't seem like her Ben Desert training is like working, or like it's like maybe he's like siphoned it away from her somehow because he's like totally in charge, and like almost a different person now and she's kind of like i don't know what to do when she's got all this like life experience and training right and and paul being now in the desert and the spice is totally accelerating everything inside him all his his genes his training everything and he you know he's realized that the if they leave they die because they're 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 both addicted to the spice now and you can't ever leave it's like living in crack world Ah, crack world. Is it the <laughs> sequel to Water World that never came out? <laughs> crack world. It's all crack. Someone should do a like a Dune parody, but it's all crack. 
<laughs> They're all smoking crack, and like the Harkonnens are like the cops always trying to get them. That would be great. And every time the the Harkonnen cops people show up, they play the you know bad boys, bad boys. What, what you, you gonna, gonna do? do? What you gonna do when they come at you? Um, yeah. Uh, also, Dave, we did find out that which I I was uh, I was on vacation camping. I didn't know this even happened, but Wednesday or I'm sorry, uh, last this past week, um, we had the leak Doom uh, trailer came out. I did not see the leaked Dune, Dune trailer. Well, I, mean, I saw like, some stills. Last week we thought it was going to officially drop during the time between the podcast. Well, we thought it was going to drop the day after we released it, and it never right. did. So it's not coming until September, what, 9th now? Yeah, September 9th at 2 p.m. Eastern. So uh, we got a bit before it drops. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I saw a still of the orthopter. It looked really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Someone wrote an article I, I saw saying how, like... um. Uh, Jason Isaacs is not Jason Isaacs. Uh, Jason Jesus Momoa Isaac. is the uh, is like the secret main character of of Dune since Duncan Idaho keeps getting cloned over and over and over again. Like they might let I mean like the the person was postulating in the article that maybe instead of like doing all the Dune books, just do the Dune books that feature Duncan Idaho because uh, Jason Momoa is like like the premier action hero and Duncan Idaho is supposed to be like this badass like fighter or whatever. And yeah, so, like, you, if they yeah, if they you, just focused on the Dune books that that have uh, Duncan Idaho in them, that could be interesting. I wouldn't mind. I, Jason Momoa is fun to watch. He's he is actor. fun to watch, and he will be. in... I mean, the Duncan Idaho character shows up in Dune Messiah as well, but he is a clone or something to that nature. It's been a while since I read it, so um, yeah. yeah so it'd be so. interesting if they uh, if they kind of like pivot and make uh, like you know like center the series of movies around uh, him right and even though like you know paul is like the the hero for the first two books then it kind of pivots to well it goes into yeah it goes into like uh, to the second yeah him and also his sister ali becomes like a big big thing too in fact dune messiah ali is more grown up and she's more um vicious mm-hmm. uh but anyways yeah it's cool stuff um I saw some of the like I saw a couple of the the stills look very cool so I'm very excited to see but obviously we're we're in I guess Warner Brothers brothers came down hard on anybody that posted things or talked about it so obviously we didn't see it so Warner Brothers we don't know what to see we just saw some pictures that's about it yeah I saw some leak I saw I saw Ornithopter looked pretty cool uh, the kid playing Paul. And some of the earlier, like official release pictures, I didn't think he looked that young. But like in some of the new ones, he does look he, like he could be like the fifteen or sixteen year old, like how he is in in the book. He, so he looks a bit like a very young version of the guy who plays Loki, um, uh, Heddle Hilston. Um, yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Hiddleston or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, he looks like a very young version of him. Yeah, kind um, of. Whereas, like you know, uh, dude from. The guy who played him in the original. Oh yeah, Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle yeah, McLaughlin. Yeah. He he looked like he was in his like. He was in his twenties. He was like twenty. He was like twenty four, I think, or twenty three. He was still very young, but yeah, he was. But he didn't much look. Older. He didn't look like a teenager. No, he did not look like yeah. a teenager. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, cool stuff. Um, excited to see it. Um, apparently, from what I've read, the Dune movies are going to be split into two movies. So the first book will be split into two different movies. So we should be well past 
the first movie by the time whenever this thing gets released. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, and then they and, they're also saying that uh, like they're setting up Jason Momoa's death as Duncan Idaho to be like Boromir and the Fellowship of the Ring. Gotcha. Like it's, it's supposed to be like this like big like like I I'm, I, I mean. They're comparing it to Boromir, so I don't know if they're going to do his death being the ending of the first movie. I don't know. It seems like that would be too early. It's hard because um, it's hard because Duncan Idaho. It keeps on being talked how beloved he is, but we barely see He's him. In barely the in, yeah. So I, I just wonder, like, if they're going to like make his part like way bigger, or like give a bunch of background, like should have a bunch of like, you know, show him like murdering people on the planet next to the pleasure planet like as a flashback or something because <laughs> yeah, i mean he's like they keep talking about him but he's like he's been in like so far he's been in the book for a scene i oh, know yeah. two, two well, scenes two scenes. couple scenes but i mean it's because it's mostly been obviously the duke who you know paul loves his dad his mom and then uh gurney and thufer yeah and, and i mean yui a little bit but yui was you know kind of weird so <laughs> Well, you know, he's a dentist. Dentists are all pretty weird. I'm a dentist. Um, Open your mouth wide. I've got a surprise for you. No! Well, guys, uh, if we miss something on these chapters or if we see something that we should be uh, doing or saying that we're not not getting about these books, please let us know. Uh, You can hit us up. On our uh, email, you can email us at sinsaholics at yahoo.com. You can uh, hit us up on our Facebook group, Facebook forward slash groups forward slash Synthaholics. Love to hear from you there. Uh, you can also get us on Twitter at Synthaholics Duo. And uh, let's see, what else we can do? Oh, uh, Instagram. Get us on Instagram, Synthaholics.podcast. Uh, We're there too. I updated that recently. <laughs> I've been bad. Uh, and, we went from uh, remember the cant to lower decks. Yeah, we, it's it's been a stretch. Um, yeah, so that and then uh, and if this is a, a, a podcast you feel like you'd like to support, please go to our Patreon, Patreon forward slash Synthaholics, and that'd be great. Some monetary support helps helps us a lot. We're not asking a lot, people, like a dollar. Yeah, just just helps like if equipment goes bad, we replace equipment. There's monthly cost on the hosting, and the website is also yearly cost, so it just keeps everything uh, coming to you. Yeah, it keeps it going, uh, and uh, and of course, um, word of mouth is a wonderful thing. So uh, let your friends know, let your family know, let your fellow Dune readers, fans know. So people don't know what a podcast is, just here, hand me your phone, just plug it in for them. Let them know the sleeper has awakened. Do the Ben Kessel method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right um all right guys well until next week we'll get into chapter 25 26 uh so read up on your chapters and join us again for dune all right guys the spice must blow Drinking friend I ever had. Now out. Because <laughs> Paul's a Conan. I guess he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. 
I'm going to grab some more coffee, and then we'll talk Moist Vessel. Ooh, that sounds way kinkier than, than it actually was, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, so, Dooney and mm-hmm. uh, Lower Deckies. Yeah, yo. Is that an upper deck is when you poop in the top tank? Yes, that's an upper deck. That's why it's called the poop deck. Ah. Because the, on the ship, the poop deck is the upper deck. I see. Katie's <laughs> <laughs> giving me funny looks. <laughs> Start the poop jokes. Poop jokes. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, the Dune trailer. Didn't is drop. It was leaked, which I never got a chance to see. I didn't but see it either. Uh, but it was uh it's going to come out September ninth. I seen um I saw some stills. Stills. I've seen stills on Facebook. The Orthopter looks awesome. I didn't see the Orthopter, I saw pictures of I saw a picture different... of the I saw a picture of the Orthopter. It looked really looked cool. really cool. It it looks sort of like the, the drawing you had, except it had like I think it had six swings instead of four. Cool. But like it's it's like a, it's like that it definitely kinda has that dragonfly vibe. Whereas in like the other Dune movie, like the the Frank Herbert one, it just looked like a I don't even know what it was trying to look like in the. In it's the, like a cube that was weird. I, I was, I was very weird. They, I don't know what that was about. It was so <laughs> ugly. Yeah, it was not not very graceful at all. And I don't even remember what it looked like in the in the Dune two thousand movie. That movie was, was it so like incredible. kind of a bird kind of shape? I don't I don't even remember that the Dune Dune two thousand. I remember it was a better attempt. I remember the yeah, visuals were terrible. Yeah, visuals was, looked yeah because it was all like that. Because it was early a sci-fi CGI. movie. Yeah, it was the early CGI sci-fi stuff. So. Which is why I'm surprised the Expanse looks as, as good as it does. Because when I think sci-fi, science fiction, I think Dune. Well, they've gotten a lot better, of course. So, and I also think like you know, Mansquito and Sharknado and all their oh, sh- all their shit movies with shit CGI in it, like yeah, this, something. like. This is why I'm so amazed The Expanse looks as good as it does, because they've made some awful, awful-looking movies. Yeah, yeah, they did. The I certainly remember amazing. watching a few. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never saw Mansquito, but my dad talked about it all the time. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a few different ones. I don't remember all of them, but every one I remember was like, I just watched for maybe 20 minutes, half hour. I, I like, watched oh. all of Sharknado 1 because I saw a supercut of, of Sharknado 1, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. But it was only funny because it was a supercut of all the shark violence. Okay, and it was it was just like it just it just it seemed so over the top. But when when you've got all the boring talking scenes and the, all the scenes that don't look like they fit together, and like the background everywhere's flooded, but like all the backgrounds like this are they're they're bone dry because like they didn't like cover it up with CG or whatever. It was just like it just became super painful to watch. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I do remember a lot of them, especially in the early two thousands. I think Joss, I think I think Will Wheaton was in like Sharknado three or something. Was he? Wasn't the guy? Isn't the guy? I think he just died Buffalo? at the beginning of the movie, though. Who? Isn't the guy? Isn't the original director of Sharknado from Buffalo? I have no idea. Who I'm pretty sure he is. Hmm. One of our claim to fame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that Buffalo's claim to McVeigh. Buffalo's claim to fame. Sharknados. 
Actually, wasn't um last podcast long? Wasn't um Joseph Smith hanging out around here? Like when he was he young? was he wasn't in Buffalo, but he was like between Buffalo and Rochester he was area. In, like, the Western New York area, though, so, it I mean, was. Like, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's where I, he just claimed to find the what uh, the golden tablets. And yeah, stuff. yeah, our, our 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 claim to fame is the golden tablets were here. Golden tablets. Uh, Timothy McVeigh, um, O.J. Simpson played football here forever. <laughs> oh man, um, we're doing for shit. Yeah, we've had some pretty uh, stinkers, except for uh, buffalo wings. Buffalo wings is the only thing that's not awful that we're known for. I, I except know. I guess buffalo wings can give you heart disease. So I guess that's yeah, they well, they will kill you. They will They're kill delicious. You. They are delicious, but they will kill you. So it's like we're not really known for anything great. They're like the succubus of food. <laughs> if only. <laughs> if only. Um. <laughs> what else I gonna say? I don't know. That's about it. Uh. Yeah. That's that's all I got. Um. Uh, I finally oh, gee, wasn't... sort of caught up on last podcast. I, um, oh, did you did you hear the the last the, one? Uh, well, As your old your old stomping grounds. Only started that one. Only just started that one. Uh, I finished Jody Arias last night. Uh, I I wasn't that interested in that one. That was kind of stupid. It was like I, it's like those modern trials. Like it's not that interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Did I, you like it? I mean, it's funny, yeah. but it's not. Well, I just think it's just like the last couple episodes. Like Ben Kissel's been putting his foot in his mouth so much by having the worst jokes. Yes, but they're so bad they're funny. They, yeah, they are so bad they're funny, and he keeps talking about having them cut out because they're so bad. But then, like, they keep them in. Like, you, I don't remember them ever saying we got to cut that out. We got to cut that out. Like, because they've always sometimes they cut. say it. Sometimes they say it. it it's yeah, not. I, it's not often. But the last no, couple no. episodes, it's been way more often. Like they. It, like Ben Kissel's been on a r- really shit roll like, with his jokes. Yeah, and but they are because, so bad they're funny. Yeah, because because they'll be like, "Yo, we gotta cut that," and they're like, "Oh no, we're keeping that." <laughs> we're ke- yeah, it's, <laughs> we're gonna humiliate you. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's been like the one saving. But it's yeah. I mean, it's still funny. So I mean, I'm listening to it. Before when you first told me about it, I'm gonna listen to episodes that interest me. Now I just listen to them all because they're still pretty good. I started listening to the real early ones. They only go back to like episode like 35 or something like that on spotify uh, yeah on spotify so they like the early ones there because the like the first one i remember listening to the very first one it was basically marcus uh they're in, the, Henry, they're in that closet and, at the restaurant or whatever well they were walking around a neighborhood where the uh uh was a 22 caliber killer was killing people oh. and they were talking they were like walking the streets and talking and recording at the same time Huh. It was just, it was really, and it was terrible quality, and, like, they were, were kind of whispering to each other while they're talking, so it wasn't, like, really lively. It was a weird, yeah. you know, very different, you know, mm-hmm. so. 